Hello and welcome to the first online interview of Danny Boy's podcast. This is episode number two for the interviews, season, series, whatever. Um, I'm here with um, a professional photographer, my Aunt Debbie. Hello. So sorry if the quality is a little isn't is a little worse than usual. That's because we are doing this on our phones. And so, Aunt Debbie, can you tell us um, a little about a little bit about what you do? Well, uh, are you asking specifically about my photography, or did you want a broader answer? Um, either will work. Okay, well, uh, I am a librarian, and I also do some IT work for some nonprofit organizations, but my photography is what I enjoy doing the most. So I mainly take nonprofit event photography, but I also enjoy landscape photography and street photography. Okay, so um, what is your educational background? Well, I uh, went to high school, the same place that your mom did in Reston, Virginia, and after that, South Lakes High School. After that, uh, to the University of Notre Dame for college, where I studied uh, philosophy. And then I did a little bit of um, work outside of college before I went back to graduate school. And so I have some graduate degrees in library science and theology. Okay, and why did you choose to study those courses? Well, mainly I started to study philosophy in college because I liked it. I think when you're 18 or 19 or 20, it's pretty much, it's too soon to know what you really want to do. So I think that... It's not a bad thing just to study what you love, and sometimes when you follow those instincts, you learn more about what you want to do. And so I studied philosophy because I really liked it. And uh, the same thing was true when I studied theology. But when I went to library school, then it was because I was old enough to know what I thought would be good for me professionally, because I was in my 30s when I did that. And it was a pretty good guess. I liked being a librarian. So that is a perfect segue into the next question. Why um, were you interested in the career option, mainly of librarian? Well, I like learning things. It's the first thing. And I like helping people. I think being a librarian is a good combination of that because people come into libraries with questions about anything. So you have to have curiosity and you have to be resourceful and know how to find information. Sometimes you have to be stubborn and and work on hard problems for a long time and ask a lot of people before you get the answers. And those are those are things that I I think I do pretty well. I like to be able to find answers for people that they can use and make their lives better. Okay, so now I'm going to be going back to the um, f- to the photography aspect. Um, how long have you been working with in photography? Well, I used my first camera. My first camera wasn't even mine, really. The first one I used 
belonged to your grandfather. And it was one that maybe he got when he was in the Navy. I'm not sure. But it didn't have any automatic settings. It used film. And I don't know when it was built. Maybe it was built in the 40s or 50s? No, probably in the 50s. And I just picked it up because I found it in this closet in the basement where we lived in uh, Maryland. And I asked him to show me how to use it. And I was probably about uh, 10 or 11 when I did that. And then I remember taking my first photography class when I was in seventh grade. And it kind of grew from there. So I've been doing photography for probably about 40, more than 40 years, 45 years or so. Okay, so basically, when you first stumbled across the camera, you've been in photography. <laughs> yeah, that's a pretty good. That's a pretty good way to summarize it. Although now that I say that, I do remember having a little um, tiny camera that wasn't that you couldn't control very many settings for. I was probably about eight when I got that one. So, um, and I, I really don't even remember why I asked for that one. It's just a mystery. Maybe it was kind of built in me from the beginning that I was going to like to do it. Maybe. And so, um, kind of add on to that, how many cameras have you used? <laughs> wow, nobody's ever asked me that. That's, um, I still have the very first, uh, well, I was going to say digital camera. It's not a digital camera. The very first 35 millimeter film camera that I ever got, I got for my 16th birthday, and I still have that one. And right now, I have three others. They're all digital cameras, and they, they're different sizes, and they have different capacities with lenses, and they use them for different things. And in between that first one that I remember and the three that I have now, I'm going to guess there probably were 10 or 12 others. But you know, it would take me a long time to think back, because camera technology has changed a lot over 40 years, and... Boy, it's uh, hard to keep up with it sometimes. Well, I think all media has changed a lot in over 40 years. Yes, I would agree with that. I think it's changed a lot since you were born, actually. I think the rate of it changing has just accelerated. Yeah. And so I have this question on here, which I probably, which probably you already said the answer for. Was this dream? Well, so photography I can this question is was this your dream go, growing up and I'm gonna have to assume that the answer is yes to that you know that's a pretty good assumption because um, it's the thing that I do that I can remember doing from from my earliest years and I don't remember wanting to be a librarian from my earliest years actually I remember when I was in high school they gave us a test where they uh, try to figure out what you're good at and that test said I, said I should be a librarian, and I didn't remember that. I lost that piece of paper until about three years ago, and I found it in an old box. And I looked at it, and I couldn't believe it because I had no recollection at all of ever seeing that test. But I guess what that tells me is that when I was in high school and I took it, I didn't pay any attention to it. I looked at it, and I laughed at it, and I thought, that's silly. And I didn't, I didn't take it seriously. So I think at that time in my life, when I was a teenager, I didn't have any thoughts at all about being a librarian. But I already had a lot of thoughts and a lot of experience with photography. So I assume, 
So I assume you took this during your senior year? Uh, the test, yeah. Junior year or senior year, I think it was. Okay, so I just want to make a little joke here. Little did you know, in a bit under 10 years, that would be your job. That is right. That is a very weird thing. I thought it was very funny when I found that sheet of paper a few years ago. Life does have some surprising turns. So, um, how many companies slash businesses slash organizations have you worked or volunteered for? Well, uh, that's... That's a long list also, but the ones I work for the longest or the ones I can tell you about now are um, a, a company called the Catholic Library Association, which uh, got sold to the American Theological Library Association. And both of those were database companies that uh, created um, periodical indexes, which aren't that interesting, but <laughs> that's what I worked on for more than 12 years. Um, and then I worked for a, a high school. I worked on in the campus ministry program in a Catholic high school for about seven years. And I worked for libraries. I worked for four or five different libraries over the course of about the last 20 years off and on. Those were part-time. So I have a combination of part-time jobs and full-time jobs. And then my photography jobs were what's called freelance jobs. It just means you do little jobs here and there when they come up, but it's not one full-time job. Just like a hobby, just a hobby job? Well, it's a hobby that you get, when you get paid for it, it's called freelance work. So I get paid for some of my photography, but not all of them, just some. Most of it I just like to wander around the neighborhood and do, or like I mentioned before, I take pictures of events for some of the organizations that I like to work with to support their publicity. So, like, if I chose to monetize this podcast, that would basically be a freelance job. Yes, that would be. Yep. Okay, and so, do you have any tips for aspiring photographers? Well, um, I'm going to start by saying that I've noticed you take some really interesting pictures in your time that I've seen when you've been playing around with your phones or with other people's camera. And so I think that being interested about with cameras and being willing to experiment is one of the first qualifications. And I think you are great at that. So I don't know if you have photography in your own list of aspirations, but that's uh, I would encourage that because I think you... I've seen you have some a good sense of design and balance and creativity and the and the willingness to work on it. So that's the first thing. Yeah. What do you think? I think, what do you think about that. I think that applies to all media mm-hmm. because if you don't have that passion, you don't have that drive, and you're only in it for the money, you're not going to go anywhere. If you have the passion, you have the drive to continue it. Not even if you're going to get paid a penny, mm-hmm. then. That's what really actually helps you get to your bigger to your bigger goals. Yeah, I would agree with that, and I think um, you know that passion is connected to curiosity because most of us are not, you know, we're not very curious about things that we're not passionate about. We're, we're not. We're always curious about things we are passionate about. So I think that's what drives me, both you know, within librarianship. And in photography, just keep wanting to learn new things and 
every time you think that you've taken a picture of something and you've captured it perfectly, there's always another angle and there's always a different kind of light and there's always a different lens and there's always another way to do it. So to me, in photography, it's a challenge to uncover every aspect of something um, with yeah with a new technique. Basically, when you have a, a photo of something, it's not a, the, the photo of something. Right. There's no such thing. It's always a photo the way a certain person has set it up and the way two people take a picture anything is always different and so pictures also tell you about the people who take them and what they think is important and what they notice about the world and so I like pictures for that reason too I like to look at what other people have done because it tells me something about how they see the world and what they are drawn to and what they like so have you consulted doing any like short videos you know videos i haven't well lots of people ask me about videos and i find videos uh intimidating it feels like they they go too fast and i don't have enough control over them and i don't know how to edit them and they they take a lot of time and i i just find it really intimidating how about you would you find it less intimidating if I said editing a video is like editing a photo (laughs) well tell me about why you think that well so mainly what you do with so the first thing that you should do when editing a video or a photo is color grading because usually you're gonna have some type of different color grade that may match the mood and theme of that video and same thing applies to the picture that's true that's true um can you crop and get and come zoom in anymore with the video or do you need special software yeah. to do that yeah you can still do that yeah see i you can even do it with imovie so huh. and um when you're doing a video when you've done it, do you take different pieces and put them together, or do you usually just take one and... No, I've never really explored editing a video, mm-hmm. because like with my podcast, I never really explore. I do sort of edit it. I do sort of edit the podcast, but just add music, mm-hmm. basically. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're definitely right that there's similarities with videos and photos they're both visual and they both can create the same kind of mood if you want to think about what it is technically a video is thousands and thousands of photos that are all put together and then with sound added to it and that yeah well more specifically 60 photos per second exactly yeah so i think for me that's like 60 times harder than editing one photo (laughs) I can I can do one at a time, <laughs> but when you have to put them together, it uh, feels like a lot. <laughs> yeah, so this will bring me um, down to, I think, the final question. Okay. Um, what software do you use to edit your photos? Well, my favorite software is the Adobe Lightroom software, which... Um, is mainly a photo management software, meaning it lets you take thousands of photos and put keywords it's on them. It's mainly color grading, not really, well, you know, well, alter the photo. There's two pieces to it. One is, you know, editing the, the original photo, which is cropping and changing the lighting and 
um, you know, the focus and things like that. But I take tens of thousands of pictures every year, and in order to put them into albums and to add keywords to them and to, um, you know, mark some that are better than others, um, that's the other thing that the Adobe software lets me do. So it's like a, a database of my pictures and also an editing tool together. And so that's that works a lot for me. I don't the other software that people use a lot is Photoshop, but I find that one more complicated than one I need. Yeah, and that's more of altering the photo right. and in it. Yes, that's a good way to put it. There's a lot more you could do a lot more manipulation with Photoshop. And Lightroom doesn't let you do different layers and it doesn't let you replace one thing with another. You pretty much have to work with what you took. But you can change a lot about the color tone and the sharpness and the contrast and things like that. And that's enough for me. So I, Lightroom is the right balance of uh, good editing and then good management tools for a very large library. Would you recommend Photoshop? You know, Photoshop has a, a like a little sister product called Photoshop Elements. That's the one I recommend for people who like editing and they're, but they're just getting started because Photoshop Elements has most of the editing tools that most people need and if you get used to how that works then you've already learned a lot about Adobe's commands and tools and the way that Adobe works and then from that you could move up to either Lightroom or Photoshop but um, but if you have a Mac then the Mac Photos app is also very good for that kind of basic editing so I think you should start by if you wanted to start photo editing, you would start with either photos on the Mac or Photoshop elements and get pretty good at those and then step up to the next level. Okay, well, thank you for taking 18 minutes out of your day, Aunt Debbie, and coming on to the podcast. Well, thank you for inviting me. I'm honored to be your second guest and I look forward to your other conversations. I think you have a great career as a podcaster and I'm looking forward to it. Thank you and I'm looking forward to some more great photos from you. Thanks, Daniel. You're welcome. Okay. And so anyway, this has been Danny Boy's podcast. Hopefully you have enjoyed and I will see you in the next episode. Signing off. Peace. Bye.